dropshipping property stocks bitcoin and etc etc what is the best way to invest your money in 2021 today we look at how to invest your money in 2021 and how this will help us on the road to financial freedom we will also share how we will invest a hundred a thousand and ten thousand dollars all while drinking a glass of primitivo from the region of puglia italy I'm Edo with Alex and you are listening to a Glass of Success podcast. Welcome to a Glass of Success podcast where... Every Thursday, wine and business enthusiasts come to be informed and inspired. Now, today on the podcast, we try Primitivo and discuss all about investing money in 2021. So sit back, get your wine glass out, and let's get into it. So this is the part each week when we try a different bottle of wine and give our review. Alex has brought along a bottle today, so why don't you tell us all about it? Okay, Ed. So today we are drinking Primitivo from the regions of Puglia. Now, this one is quite close to home for you. Uh, your family is from that region. Is that right, Ed? Yes, yes. It's My mom is from Puglia. Now, I have yet to travel to that part of Italy, but I am definitely planning a trip in the near future once we can travel again, because that is one of my favorite wines, the Primitivo, and some of the food from that area, like the focaccia, is Phenomenal. So yeah, just for all those who are listening, when you're planning to go to Puglia, even you, Alex, just put in count that you are uh, also counting to put on like five kilos, roughly on on. So because the food is so good and delicious, especially like seafood and uh, fresh cheeses, focaccia as you mentioned, uh, and wine. Wine is amazing. We have Negramaro. There's Primitivo. There's other many. Uh, wines to to taste down there okay so the primitivo is it's a bold uh, red wine which is smooth and soft it's in between dry and sweet and it has notes of red fruits such as cherries so now i'm going to drink it and i'm going to tell you my opinion so that is a delicious delicious wine is one of my favorite red wines uh, to drink as it's uh, just so smooth and it's almost sweet, I would say, but not sweet like sugary sweet, but just has a, a, those notes, those sweet notes that come through. Now, food pairings, I'm thinking of slow cooked red meat. Now I'm talking like braised beef would be sensational. Uh, also a nice ribeye steak as well. So that's my experience. Ed, tell me how you're feeling. Yeah, no, I agree. This wine is uh, extremely good and quite easy to drink as well. It's smooth. So I like that. I remember having it with uh, horse meat bracciola, which is a typical dish from the southern part of Italy, from Puglia. And I know it's controversial in, uh, in UK here because they don't eat horse, but trust me, guys, it's delicious because it's low cooked this horse meat and it's filled with cheese and herbs and it's low cooked in tomato sauce so then when you once you pair it with a wine such as primitivo it makes everything just 
perfect. It's a perfect meal. It's a perfect day. And after that, you cannot move from the couch for at least two hours <laughs> and a half. Which we, which we experienced, didn't we? <laughs> we did, indeed. Find more information about the wine in the show notes or head over to our Instagram where each week we post picture of the wine from the podcast. Next, we will continue to drink and find out all about investing your money in 2021. Now, each week there's a topic relating to business and self-improvement, which we go into depth about. And today we talk about the topic of investing money in 2021 so we can achieve success in becoming financially free. So Ed will go through the main aspects of investing money in 2021. So uh, there are main aspects uh, for investing money in 2021. I'm going to touch them uh, briefly. So of course, one, before investing money, you need to save money and uh, then invest money, but uh, don't break the bank. So invest only what you can afford to and plant your seed. Then uh, through a thorough research on the field you're about to invest such as like it can be stock it can be real estate it can be e-commerce drop shipping do a thorough research on what are the best steps to do only after that then you invest money then let your money grow that's very important let them work for you and once you're satisfied then you harvest your money and then repeat the process yeah so they're the main aspects for investing your money but how do we do this in 2021 and does it change? Now, from my opinion, investing your money has never changed. The principle's always the same. I think you should always save money, put it in worthy investments that are going to give you return. But in 2021, those investments are more difficult to understand. So there's lots of uh, hype at the moment around cryptocurrencies, for example, a lot of people making a lot of money. Is that where you put your money? Or should you do it in drop shipping? I mean, these are all new areas where people are making so much money these days. There's a possibility that you could make some money as well. Or do you stick with traditional means like that have been going around for 100 or 100 plus years where you buy different businesses or you buy into the stock market or do you buy property which has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years? Is that something that you do in 2021? So that's what we're going to help navigate now. And we're going to look into how we would invest if you had $100, if you had $1,000, and if you had $10,000. So Edo, start us off. How would you invest $100? At the moment, I'm implementing a technique for my store that requires only $100 and involves affiliate marketing and a good part of your time. The budget I spent is an affiliate app premium version called Seacomap, and that's about $49. And the other part of the money is for uh, influencer apps called Hipsy, and it's also about $49 a month. Then uh, Shopify, if you guys want to start, Shopify has 14 days free trial, and the domain host, uh, it's approximately $12. So those are the costs. And how I do that is basically I prepare an affiliate program, and you have to have like sort of products or service that you offer and you then reach out to a possible influencer that you search on Hipsy. You contact them and you invite them in your affiliate program. You explain the benefit that they get a unique coupon to show to their audience and for every purchases that his or her audience does through that unique coupon code, then they get a percentage. And that's how you build then 
sales and profit and then how you can make a return of those hundred dollars just be aware it takes a lot of time and when you craft a message when you reach out to a, an influencer just be sure that it's unique and it's tailored on the person so that means that once you select that influencer scroll to that feed see what what's their story about what they are the interest and then connect with them in a real way because nowadays there are so many spam messages they are just so clearly made out of bot uh, also i will share the link on how to do this method in the show notes as completely free uh, course that you can find on youtube by this guy the ecom king so called that explains everything bit by bit on how to implement this technique interesting ed that's very interesting not something that i would have thought of but i like that something that i will definitely be having a look at later on so if i had a hundred dollars i would be looking at putting that into some of the crypto currencies out there presently now the reason i haven't uh, allocated a larger sum of money is because the hundred dollars everyone sort of accumulated a hundred dollars or can save a hundred dollars next month if you're earning you know a, a relatively reasonable wage so that hundred dollars you can kind of say okay i'm going to use that if i lose it i lose it it's like me going out on a night out or going shopping you know rather than doing that i'm going to put that money into the into cryptos and we'll see what happens because for me cryptos are very speculative no one really knows what those coins or half of them do except for bitcoin and ether and tether and those ones that are a bit more common and you can read up a lot about those but the other ones that are kind of low value they don't have many uses let's say and let's say you put a hundred dollars in one of them and then they 2x 4x or 10x then you know you're going to make a nice bit of profit but at the same time they could also decrease in value. So that's where I put $100. Now, I could suggest if you were to get into cryptos, um, uh, is an app or a website called Gemini. Now, this is quite common, quite popular at the moment. And this comes from the uh, Winkle Voss twins, the ones that created Facebook, the famous story, and they were big into Bitcoin. Now, they've come up with this app called Gemini. And I think that's probably one of the best ones out there because it's not just an exchange. Because what you gotta be careful is when you buy and sell cryptos, you're on an exchange. Uh, you're just buying and selling something that you don't actually own. Whereas with Gemini, you can actually have a wallet, a crypto wallet with your private key and you actually have ownership of those cryptos. So if you decide to keep your money in crypto rather than in the US dollar or the UK pound, or whatever is your chosen currency, you can keep it in that currency, for example, or that crypto. So let's increase that amount. And let's say I've saved up $1,000. I would use that in the stock market. Now, the stock market, I'm looking for about 8% on my investment, okay? It's not 50%, 100%, 150%, like some of the uh, values we're seeing at the moment with these growth stocks. We're looking for that 8%. That's the mindset you should go in because if you put it in a savings account, you're getting maybe less than 1%. But this is gonna be like your savings account. And it's also a way that you can build that wealth so that you can make bigger investments down the, down the road, let's say. So this is what I've been doing with my money. So I'm taking that $1,000 and I'm investing that. Now in the UK, fortunately, and if you're listening from the UK, you have the option to open up a ISA, which is something that we can go into further in another podcast. 
but it's a basically a bank account. You can save the money up to 20,000 tax free. Um, and some of these allow you to actually deal stocks and shares within that bank account or, and that's attached to your bank. So for example, I use Lloyd's, they offer an ISA, which I then trade shares on in that ISA. Now to be, be mindful with these ISAs, the commission is ridiculous. You're paying 10 pound plus every time you buy and sell. So this is an investment, it's not a trading. You wanna buy what you've researched and you wanna leave it in there and not touch it. That's the idea. So now the other option, rather than an ISA, which is relevant for the US and the UK, Australia, anywhere else where you are in the world, is a um, online uh, brokerage. And there's a lot of them out there at the moment, obviously Robinhood being in the news at the moment. That's an American one. M1 Finance is very good, um, but that's an American one as well. In the UK, we're a little bit more limited here. I use myself personally, Revolut, which is a fintech uh, bank, and that allows you to do trades and investments on there. Uh, there's um, EXO is an example that I, I can share with you guys, but there's lots of other options out there and I'm sure you can do your own research and come up with a brokerage that works for you. They obviously offer better rates than the ISAs do for each uh, deal. So there's two options you can look at when investing stocks and shares, right? You can either be a trader or an investor, okay? Each of those options, they're fine. The trader takes more time, more energy, more research, and you're, uh, and you're constantly buying and selling. So you're always on your phone, always looking for opportunities, right? And there's apps that can help you on that journey. That's not really my idea. I think that's a higher risk. I would personally suggest doing investing. And then there's two types of investors. There's active and passive. So if you want to take your $1,000 and put it in a fund, that would be a passive way to invest. So you could pick a Vanguard fund, you can pick the FTSE fund, you could pick the S&P 500 fund. And what these do, they take all the best companies in that particular group. So like S&P 500 is the US market. Um, the FTSE, uh, they take the UK um, market. You've got the Vanguard do different markets, UK, US. And you just put the money in and that will just slowly go up when the market goes up, will go down when the market goes down. So it reflects the entire market rather than individual companies. Now, if you wanna be an active investor with your thousand, you can start to look into individual companies and doing research on each company. Now, the point is not to have lots of companies invested and spread your thousand very thin. Having five, no more than 20, different companies that you're interested in will give you a very good, hopefully diverse, but also well-invested portfolio. So a couple of things when you're researching companies is to look at, is the company overvalued? Is the company around the right valuation or is it undervalued? And you wanna be looking at the companies that are closer to that valuation or undervalued so that when you get them, they're gonna have some room to grow in the future. So if you wanna research companies, there's a couple of different websites. You've got the lse.co.uk, now that's for UK, so that's London Stock Exchange. If you're in the US, there's Yahoo Finance, pretty generic one, and you're gonna look at a couple of different things. The first thing to look at is market cap or market capitalization. This is the number of shares multiply by the price per share. 
So what they're currently trading at and the total number of shares they have in circulation. Now, a lot of times you'll see the market cap and what you can do is divide that by the price of the actual share and you can work out how many shares they have in circulation. Now, the next thing to look at is the earnings per share. So there's the price that you pay for it and then there's how much that company makes every single share. And that's the earnings per share and that's shown as EPS. So the higher value is what we're looking at here. So the more money they earn per share that company does, the better that company is usually. Now the other thing you wanna look at is PE ratio. That's price to earnings ratio. So you take the current price of the share, you divide it now by the EPS or the earnings per share, and you see the ratio. Now the ratio being high means that the share is overpriced. It means you're paying a lot for a company that's not earning a lot of each share that they're distributed. Now, if the share price matches or gets very close to the how much they earn per share, then that company's well-valued. And the same if it's undervalued. So that would be something that you'd wanna look into. So numbers like 15 to zero, to 20 are good valuations of companies. Anything that's 100, 150 could be a growth company, but it's usually ones to stick away from. So that's dealing in stocks and shares, and I hope that gives you a bit more of an idea of where you could spend your $1,000. Thanks, Alex. That was very valuable, actually, and uh, I learned a few things here. So now it's my turn to talk about what I will do with $1,000 in my pocket and how I would I invest them. So it's a bit going along with what I talked before and it's basically amplifying that tactic uh, of influencer campaign. But I would suggest you to do start uh, a page, an Instagram page or a YouTube channel uh, around your passion and then start creating uh, content, very valuable content or something that you really like and people, uh, it has to be something between what you love to talk about and what people like to hear and to listen to. And to monetize that, I would uh, actually grow awareness with uh, influencers. So I would reach out to influencers that have 3% of engagement or more and have at least 5,000 followers. And you go grow your page, you build a relationship. And when it comes to monetize, you do all through affiliate, or you can do uh, through a program or ebook or a one-to-one -one session, which actually is very good. An estimate time uh, of return of investment on a project like this can can be up to six months if you play well your cards with the influencer. But then it depends by the by many things, by your how often you post and how fast you reach influencer. Now we said I would invest $10,000, okay? I would invest it in dropshipping, okay? Because I had some experience in it. I am familiar with Shopify stores. I'm familiar with Facebook ads. So I believe that dropshipping gives you a tool to then really be uh, potentially a high earner and have a, a big, big return of investment with 10,000. So the first, the first phase of uh, dropshipping is to test uh, products and find your golden goose. So first, set a budget to test winning products and discard all the products that fail to meet your K KPIs, which is $200 for product. Then you build a Shopify website, you register your business, LTD, 
and then you scale heavily with uh, Facebook ads. I'd say at least $100 a day. And then what else? you set uh, a team of uh, marketing team. So that we mean you need to set email and SMS uh, automation. And then you hire an assistant to help you to run and automate even more and reach out influencer tactic that I talked about before. And that's about $2,000 roughly. It depends how, you, how well you play your cards. And something very important I want to emphasize here, at least once, once a month um, or once every quarter, if you, especially if you're a beginner, you need to hire uh, a mentor so somebody you have to you talk to that has been there and can help you guide uh, in the right direction if you play your cards well uh, some people does return of investment like 100 percent in uh, in less than two months so it's it's a great opportunity to invest in drop shipping and that's probably what i will do actually something for sure that will pursue uh down the line and that's how would i invest ten thousand dollars wow yeah that's that's very interesting. It's something that I think takes a lot of guts because you're spending your money before you make money. So if you've got a very good plan, which it sounds like you have, and I think we'll explore that even in a f further episode, I think then that way you feel more comfortable spending that money. Okay, so if I had $10,000, I would look into property. Now, ultimately, I would want around 25000 because that would give you a better opportunity to get more variety of properties. However, with 10,000, I'll give you a scenario of how you could use it. Now, this is theoretical. I haven't got $10,000 right now. I'm accumulating, I'm getting there, and this would be my goal if I had that. So get a mortgage of around 90% or 95%. So that would be 100,000 or $200,000 home or somewhere in between and pay back around 3%. At the moment, mortgages are at a good price. Now, the idea is you buy into an area and you buy into a, an area that's at least 100,000 more than what that value of that house is. And then you add that value into that house by doing it up. After about three to five years, hopefully the area has gone up a little bit more in value. If not, you just sell it for the valuation of that area. So you've taken up that extra 100,000 or 50,000. You sell it and then you move on to the next place. The other option would be to rent it so you're not getting rid of your assets and you use that money to pay off the mortgage and then look to refinance and reach out and grab another property and cut and start adding to your portfolio. Now that would be the preferred option, but you could do that on the next property after the three to five years because you then made a decent amount of money that you can then start to build your portfolio. Now in 2021, it is very important to have assets. This is so important because it protects us from inflation. Now, obviously, if you've got leveraged money, like is a mortgage, then obviously deflation is a concern. However, in the current climate of quantitative easing and printing money, which we can go into in another podcast, that will create economic uncertainty and it has and it will even now after 2020 and COVID and all the governments printing money, that will mean that it's so important to have your money in assets and not in actual cash if you've got it in a savings account. So that way you can protect yourself from things like inflation. And so that in the future, we can still build our portfolio, build our net worth and start to actually escape the rat race and get in that passive income 
that we're looking for. So whether that's through property or like Ed's shared with us, which is e-commerce, looking for passive income, ways to make money without working. That's the financial freedom goal. So I hope that has given you some ideas of how you invest your money in 2021. Each week we will share with you a tool that we have found very useful and has benefited our life and we hope will benefit yours. So today, the tool of the week is Things. And this is a app that is on the iOS stores, which has changed my life. It's amazing. It is not on Android. There is another alternative for those Android users out there, which I know Edo is, and that is Todoist. As simple as it is, it is just a to-do list. But for iOS, it's something that's massively lacking and it's helped me to organize what I need to do in the day. Now you can set projects, you can break them down into the separate tasks and it gives you a really satisfying tick box once you've done that task. And also embeds it into your calendar, whether that's using Apple's calendar or my preference is Google Calendar. And it will just either put the task in the calendar for you or take tasks out of your calendar for you. So that way you can view what you need to do every day and what you've planned in the future. Also, what you've finished in the past. So it lets you to track everything you're doing throughout the day. Now, obviously the con for this app is gonna be the fact that it's not available for Android users. And the other thing is that it costs money. So the app costs about $9.99 or in UK, £9.99. Thanks for sharing that with us, Alex. And we'll share all the link also to the show notes if you want to download the app and all the content that we talk about that can be useful to you guys, you can find in the show notes. So that's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. And if you want more, we'll be back next Thursday for another glass of success and a new topic to discuss. But if that's not enough and you want more, make sure you head over to our Instagram and leave a comment or send us a message if you have any questions or want to suggest a wine or business topic to include in a future episode. Remember to subscribe, rate this podcast and recommend to family and friends who'd enjoy listening. Next week, we try a different bottle of wine and talk about our journey to financial freedom. So take care. Have a great week. See you later. See ya.